Welcome to a Better Me podcast with Coach LaToya. March is Women's History Month, and I had a great idea to have conversations with five amazing and trailblazing women who have significantly impacted my life. So I have the amazing uh, privilege right now to introduce someone who is extremely important and special to me and has known me since I came out of the womb. (laughs) And so um, today I want to introduce to you one of the strongest women I know, and that would be my grandmother. Hi, Graham. (laughs) Hello, Latoya. And so... We are now just going to have a conversation just because, as I mentioned to you before, I really wanted to just talk with women that have made such a uh, imprint in my life to who I am today. And so, oh, let me also tell you guys that she is 94 years young. Okay, so 94 years young and. I am so honored and grateful that uh, she is still here with us. So, Graham, tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey. My name is Delma Pinto. I was born in Jamaica, West Indies. The family was five kids. Three went home to God. And so tell us about a little bit about living in Jamaica and uh, how that experience was for you in the early 1900s. Uh, what was that like? Well, at that time, living in Jamaica, it was beautiful. It was, it was hard some way because the wages were small. But then it could it it matches with the living condition, mm-hmm. and most family is only the dad used to work, and the mom was the wife was the house wife by taking care of the kids, get us ready for school, you know, do the housework. That when we come on, there is dinner for me and dad, and everything was fine. Mm-hmm. That that was the way of living there at that time. Mm-hmm. And now, so you know, my experience of Jamaica is beautiful as well. So, uh, did you guys go a lot to the sea, or did you travel around the island when you were younger? No, we didn't. Mm-hmm. I guess we didn't have money to do that. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. with with husband just working, and he has a wife to take care of himself. That's two, and five kids. That's seven. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. <laughs> so there wasn't no money to do that. Just like the basic, you go to school, you go to church. The school has like garden party with we call it garden party with different type in the summer different type ride and ice cream and cool different cake and you play and they pay for the ride and you have a good time and then you go home. Mm, that sounds like fun. And so talk to us about the food because you know Jamaican food is always good. So what- and. Coming up, 
the food stuff was like basic. Mm. First of all, we didn't have a fridge. So you go to the butcher like every day. Mm-hmm. The beast store open. Then you you might have to go to the market. Do you think that because you started out uh, in those conditions, it supported you in becoming such a strong woman? My life that I passed would make I become stronger and stronger each day as I go along. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that is definitely what how I live. Also, just looking at all of my experiences as just a lesson. And it's what builds me to be who I am, making me strong, making me courageous, you know, making me so many things because of the experiences. So I heard you say the same thing. And this is definitely where I get it from, right, where I can endure certain things because of, you know, the lineage that I've come from and you know the shoulders that I get to stand on because you've done it already as well going through the different motion in my life as a child coming up I would want none of my kids or grandkids pass through what I passed through and I had a mother and father home so I get some good experience coming up in life Mm-hmm. That's why I think I could fight all my battle coming up by myself. Mm-hmm. Because probably if I didn't pass through what I passed through, I wouldn't be able to angle what I angle and angle it, I have to say, in a modest way. Mm-hmm. And so tell us about, um, because I know that you are a faithful woman. And so tell us about how your faith plays a part in your strength as well. Well, with my faith, I think it does it all. Mm-hmm. I think so. Mm-hmm. Because I know my mother, no one then used to go to church. She was I think, I don't know, hunger can or some of those things. That's why when I go to choir practice, I always get on to the hymn faster than the rest of people. And they say, but when Maria know that hymn from? I say, as a child, I used to hear my mother sing it. Mm-hmm. And that is so we know it. They say, oh. But my father was the one who was a Catholic. And my father was a soft person because I remember in tough days, real, real tough days, it couldn't be tougher. Mm-hmm. When he can't find no job because like stuck and get the people and books in harder. Mm-hmm. You know, so sometimes those things have a season. Yes. And when it is difficult, when he can't find the basic thing to give us, he would just sit down and look at the five of us. And I could remember, he cried. I mean, he cried. Mm-hmm. And said he never knew he could have a family and can't provide. And I always hear him in the night praying for strength and giving the faith and courage to take care of us. And I always hear him talking to a woman when he's praying. 
what as a child I didn't know who that person was. And one day I just said to myself, he says mother died when he was baby, when he was like twelve. Mm-hmm. I said, is maybe his mother. It was the blessed mother, the Virgin Mary. He was calling up and down to increase in faith, give him the strength that he could provide for my mother and for his five children. How has that faith supported you? God come first, and that is what keep me going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that um, just growing up and watching um, you and my mom just have this practice of demonstrating your faith with uh, reading the Bible or reading your daily word. And I would watch younger and I'd be like, what are they doing? Why are they spending so much time? And sometimes I would come in the room and you, I say, Grandma, what are you doing? You're like, I'm just contemplating, you know, I'm just reading and I would be like, why are they doing this? Like it's, they don't have anything else to do. And so it's interesting because what I know to be true now is being in that space and watching was planting the seeds for me. Uh, again, just uh, to thank you for being that living demonstration of what it looks like and being so disciplined and um, sincere with your uh, practice on a day-to-day basis. And anytime I had the opportunity to see you do that, it really birthed something in me. And, you know, another fond moment that I have is that I remember, you know, being sitting on the couch and with the hymn book and us just singing the songs, you know, from all of like the choir songs, cause you would bring the book home and we would be singing these, mm-hmm. you know, hymns that were sung in church and, mm-hmm. But most importantly, the hymns that would uplift the spirit so that we could mm-hmm. endure and and to do the things that were necessary in, in our lives. And, and at that moment, I had no idea what that was for. It was just kind of fun to sing the songs outside the church. Yes, you know? <laughs> you're just singing, but you didn't know the meaning. Right, didn't know the meaning. And you feel happy singing it. Right, it's just feeling happy singing. And you take singing. it as a, it's like a fun. It was definitely fun. And, and, and just yes, to, yes. to see uh-huh. Just to see now how those were really priceless moments for for us and mm-hmm. and for it really planting the the way I would show up in my life now and, and doing the same thing, putting God first and knowing mm-hmm. that that higher power has my back at all times, no matter what. Yes, go yes. This in my life now at 94. This is my joy. Praying is my joy. I pray for my family twice, three times a day. Mm-hmm. My children, I call them by name. I pray for my grandchildren. I call names sometimes, sometimes I can't call names. <laughs> I just say God near and far. Mm-hmm. That's why I think our life happens for us, not to us. 
right? We have so many things that happen within our life that we don't even understand. Um, but God has a deeper purpose and a, a, a reason why the things that happen in our life so that we can be who we are. So that's why I always salute and applaud you. And I always tell you that you are so strong and the legacy continues because you have, you know, cultivated a really strong woman and my mom and in myself. So it just continues to go down and we will, you know, allow ourselves to make sure that we continue that no matter what. And I think I get the strength from my dad. I mm. think so. Mm-hmm. He was a strong, strong man. As we look at this month, which is Women's History Month, and there are tons of women out there that are in so many different challenges in their life. What's something that you would offer them or advise to them as they move through these challenges? What is something that you would share? Well, Adoya, this is what I am going to say to you. You trust God. Ask Him to give you the faith and the strength and the courage. Ask Him to be patient with you and look forward to that goal and to that happy day which is to come. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Graham. I, I really uh, received that and I really utilize that as my marching orders for moving forward in my life and, and supporting my vision to manifest into this world at this time. And I love you always. Thank you so much for listening. Give yourself permission to acknowledge the women in your life who has supported you in being better. Until next time.